Welcome to Imperfect Allies. My name is Richie. And Chris here. And we're here to talk to each other about what it's like to be white and what it's like to be black in America. Our goal is to have candid conversations about race and how it impacts and intersects our daily life as well as our country. The episode offered here is based around real candid conversations that Chris and I have that are available if you support the show at patreon.com forward slash imperfect allies. From those conversations, we take a deep dive into topics that we discover to better empathize and understand ourselves and our American culture. If you like the show, please comment, subscribe, and reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter at Allies Imperfect. Let's start the show. All black, everything. Black cards, black cards, all black, everything. And I girls a black birds, riding with a diligence. I can't more in depth if you boys really rhythm them. This is like a million. All right, hello, y'all. This is Richie. And Chris here. Yeah. Good to see. We're going to get this intro down, guys. We're going to get it <laughs> down. Uh, welcome to Imperfect Allies. Uh, we're really glad you're here. Glad you're listening. Um, you know, glad you're you're talking to us. Um, so, uh, Chris, you know, um, as we're figuring out the show, I say show, as we're figuring out these conversations and even how to talk about this, I think one of the things that came up was, you know, readdressing something that we've already said, right? So, yeah. Uh, I wanted to play a clip from our first show uh, real quick, and then I wanted to talk about that. Perfect. You know, I, I say white people don't have a culture. I, you know, I've been saying that for a while this, through this conversation. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Chris, and this is going to, man, white people, racism is part of white culture. That is That is the core of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was heavy, man. <laughs> so we're jumping right in today, man. So um, I wanted to kind of lay down a couple of definitions real quick. So I've been looking and looking and um, to find just to find to find a good definition of what culture is. And okay. um, let me see here. Greg Carr from Howard University. I think he's got a great one. It says culture is what we do. That's it. It's what we do. It's um it's learned behavior that has that that becomes so ingrained um, that we do it without thinking. Mm. Um, it's what it's what we pass down, right? That's kind of the definition of of, of culture. I like that um, definition. Yeah. What about is you, you want to add to that or? I think that I think that is um, a, a great, just succinct way to say it. It's, it's kind of what we pass down. Um, what is kind of so natural to us that we don't even really notice. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I have a. I've also seen it broken down into a couple of uh, categories, and I think it'd be helpful for this conversation too. So, uh, uh, kind of think of it starting with yourself. You have your family culture, right? Your your insular. You know, we're not insular, but you know, just what we have in your family. There's a particular mm-hmm. culture, right? Outside of that is a population culture. So that population can be anything. That could be. Uh, white, black, um, it can be, uh, you know, any kind of ra- racial or ethnic culture, but it can also be like folks disabilities or, or you know, just any, any population, right? Um, and then zooming out even farther, we have national culture, and then farther than that, uh, cross-national cross culture, right? Okay. Um, so, yes, yeah, so it's kind of what we're starting there. So, um, I had... I had uh, really kind of struggled with what I said up, up uh, on our first episode, uh, just because I, well, I mean, for lots of different reasons, but um, I wanted to readdress it. And so, um, I don't know, I just want to kind of open that up right away. What are your thoughts on that clip or just in general, the topic? So, um, I think, you know, during episode one, when we recorded it, um, I, I think I probably thought, you know what, I could understand that. Um, looking back though, you know, it, it, it's kind of, uh, definitely one, one sided, you know, there's a, there's a lot of other things that I'm kind of picking up on that, that I took for granted, but would be considered white culture, I think. And it's kind of, because it's just natural that, uh, you see it so much, it's hard to, to really define it. So, so that's kind of how I see it at this point. Okay. Yeah. So I thought, well, I thought we could maybe kind of break it down a little bit. And um, this is uh, um, 
kind of my idea. So I think using just black and white folks, um, I think we have a common culture, right? There's common, or at least common, common things that we have, right? One, number one is that we love our families. Uh, and yeah. I think that's across, right? It's across uh, any kind of categorization. Um, often, I think the majority of us celebrate the same holidays. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, um, one of the things that, that came up to me though, that, uh, well, I'll go through the same first. <laughs> anyway, uh, black and white, black and white. Uh, I think there's a lot of crossover with just Christianity. I think the majority yep. of, of, yeah. Right. So, um, uh, number four, um, we, we both learn how to cook from our families. We both learn how to, you know, talk to each other from our families. We have that, you know, that same thing is passed down that, that, that family yeah. culture is passed down. And then and that's probably um, a human, a human one right there. That is probably, yeah, yeah, cross national, even human, right? So a lot of these are things are just they're common with a lot of people, but I thought we'd talk about it. Yeah. One of the things though that I, I think that uh, that the data shows that um, that we are segregated, and that black people have black friends, white people have white friends, um, and family, that kind of thing. That we're still, you know, f- f- the last stuff, the last uh, the last studies that I looked at, you know, like. Um, you know, Asian and Pacific Island folks are the most integrated as far as their social circles. Oh, uh, and then it's like uh, Latinx and then, and then uh, white and black uh, people are almost exactly the same. <laughs> that we, the numbers, you know, like um, I have one white friend or one black friend, that kind of thing. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but like in large. Right. So, yeah. Um. So anyway, so, but there are some differences there. And, and one of the questions I wanted to ask, well, I don't know where to go with all this, but one of the questions I want to ask about um, this stuff is um, kind of how you saw black culture. And I'll, I'll give you my list of stuff that we kind of talked about what I see. Mm-hmm. And this may be, again, this is me being vulnerable and I may be, some, I may be imperfect here for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we talked about, we talked about last time that, um, uh, greeting is very important in black culture and that the greeting is not, what do you do? How do you make your money? The greeting is, how are you? How are your people? You know, and we talk about the, each other's lives versus what we do for a living. Um, number two, um, was volume. (laughs) (laughs) I think, and, uh, you know, I think by and large, um, you know, black people are louder than white people. Now this, like I said, yeah. like I said that's the people say, Oh, it's a racist statement. Okay. I'm willing to be racist. It's, broad. If we can get it's definitely it, broad. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm willing to, to be corrected and all that stuff for sure. Um, one thing that we didn't talk about that I, that I have a, um, a, um, Oh, what's that? Uh, I have the idea in my head, right. Is mm-hmm. uh, that black people's families are larger and that not like per, like per central unit, but like I've got, you know, this is my cousin, this is my, you know, sister's, you know, kids, you know, that kind of like, it's a bigger extended family. Yeah. Um, with, with much more sort of support in that realm. Um, and then, um, another thing I saw, this is the, that was it was, was, uh, majority, the majority of them vote progressively, whether it's Democrat yeah. or Republican, they vote generally vote progressively. So, um, that's kind of where I started and I've got stuff on white culture too, but I wanted to start there to see what your thoughts were. And Yeah. And, and what, what's, what's funny is um, I think one similarity in, and, and well, black culture, I feel like across the board makes broad strokes. So, you know, when we say yeah. you know, black people allow like black culture does that so naturally. And I'm learning that that's not how yeah. everyone talks. Um, and so, so black culture, right. we, we are very much predominant saying, oh, white people do this. Oh, black people do this. You know, oh, you know, you know, Hispanics do this and Cubans do that. And mm-hmm. that's just kind of how we understand the world. And it, it's, it's simplistic, but, um, but there are cultural similarities. And so it's not too, um, too generalized that there's, there's no actual basis there, but we do kind of make broad strokes there. So, um, I, I, I can't disagree with much else other than the connect black people often um, 
do have these like really big communal community type relationships and families and just I, I mean it's it's almost like and I, I don't know if this is slang or if this is how it's supposed to be said but you know you, you got Nene and them and and, and Granny and, and her side of the family and then that's mm-hmm. Uncle Louie and his side and it's it's just this really big convoluted group of, of people and that's the family it's just big and um to me that's interesting that you feel like that is a difference but you know i don't uh my experience of the white families i can think of they aren't very deep so so i can only confer with you there but um yeah, yeah. i that being loud i think being loud is a, is a generational trait of you know it's it we're just in a, a weird situation being the uh, minority culture. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I think we are already more um, expressive and in our culture. And if you trace that back to, you know, African roots and, and, and tribal roots, uh, you know, dance, singing, uh, all those kind of things. Not that uh, European and, and white people don't dance, but just that <laughs> part of the culture and so the um elaborate handshakes and greetings and all of that is is kind of that art form of black culture is that just everything we do is extra and it could be from a sense of generational lacking of anything else you know mm-hmm. and so what we have is each other and how we treat each other and um and so I, I see that as a big piece of our culture. And then the, the one thing I don't think we said that I've started to think about is Black culture has a propensity for freedom fighting because mm-hmm. that has been passed down. And yeah. and I wouldn't say that is from Africa. I'd say that's Black American. You know, that that yeah. freedom fighting um, part of our culture is is undeniable. And so the status quo is never okay for us because typically it wasn't it wasn't safe you know and so we are always kind of pushing the status quo and so we were all we're always voting progressive for that reason and um i think what i'm learning is the broad stroke of black people believe that and then there's a few that are that are people that happen to be black but they don't prescribe to black culture and and sure. um those individuals don't share that same uh communal mindset it's more of that individual one that is american you know and so um right. i i noticed I think, the, di- the difference there well i was gonna say i, I think i like a great example of that is is donald uh, donald glover mm-hmm. right so like um while while like he fully embraces it in in i mean his show is is amazing Atlanta oh, is yes. incredible Atlanta. television. Uh, at the same time, he's not um, outside, even in his music, is not outside of um, being individual, like being himself. Right. Yeah. That may not line up with all of these little categories or whatever that we have to say, well, you know, which I don't, like, you know, those broad strokes or stereotypes or whatever you want to call them, I think yeah, it's hard because. Um, you know, there, there is some truth. I mean, you know, there's some truth there at the same time. Um, and I guess, and I guess it just depends on the source. I, I would think, you know, if, if, if somebody said, if somebody at a Trump rally was like, you know, Hey, all black people are loud. It comes, it's different than, you know, this yeah. conversation, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. I mean, just, I'm trying to be. <laughs> no. Yeah. I think, I think what's, what, I heard a, a really good quote um, on what true means and, and, and true mm-hmm. means a lot of different things. And so if you go back in time, the, the gesture was, you know, if you, if the arrow goes straight, the arrow is true, you know, it, you know, yeah. um, but if it hits a certain target, it might be right. Like more in, of, of an objective truth, more of a specific truth, but mm-hmm. just it going in the right direction is a truth. <laughs> For sure. And, the dog, and, the dog agrees. The do- exactly i think everyone understands the, the truth and so um i think i think the broad strokes is that arrow going in the right direction and then you know each individual is if you hit a bullseye specifically yeah for sure and, and i think too i think that something we haven't talked about 
is like the ancestral roots of of, of culture. So mm-hmm. I know you you as, as a as a, a black person inherit this. Uh, uh, I mean, from Africa, like we're all related to the same grandmother. Yeah. Right. At the same time, um, you're you're closer to the descendants of Africa than I am, because a lot of mine were out of Europe and north northwestern Europe. But I know, like, I know Africa has a rich, like, history of storytelling and, right. like, just um, see how they see the universe and, and every, like, the inherent value of almost everything in, in, everything has a value, right? So there's this esteem that's, you know, that's, that's this high esteem, um, you know, that comes in, um, of course, like, all of the, the music and all that stuff comes in, spiritual traditions, there's just, like, a really... It feels to me like a very full, rich, vibrant culture. Vibrant is coming, a good word. Yeah, that's coming down your, and sometimes vibrant, you know, that's, you, people say it's loud. Okay, that's fine. That doesn't, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, okay, like that's a, I hate those little. Because <laughs> it almost like, feels like there's a, a, like a quality in like, we're, we're trying to say that loud could be negative, but there's yeah. no way that that's an assessment based on, your your reality or you know that's not a true it's not guaranteed you know so. right it's not guaranteed that's good i like that a lot and i and i think what um and this kind of leads me into my ancestral stuff is like my ancestors were colonizers in a in a for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years and while you know I'm not, I don't know that I'm a direct descendant of anybody like specifically wealthier right. in power. It, I still carry that, right? I still carry that. Yeah. And so trying to like navigate, navigate this conversation and just this, you know, life with that, hey, this, these things have happened, not turning away from it, not holding myself personally responsible for things I didn't do, but right. finding ways in which I benefit from a system that's, 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 unequal that's unequal yeah. that's 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 hurting black folks and so i mean that that kind of leads me to um uh white what i, what I was thinking about white culture mm-hmm. um and so this is where and this is what um this is what i feel like i've inherited and i wanted to be cl- more clear than my previous statement Okay. Because yeah. I do, I do, I do stand by that, like that, that racism and I'll define racism right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. My definition is, uh, Ibrahim Kendi's de- definition, which I love a lot. It's a collection of racist policies that lead to racial uh, inequality that are sub, uh, substantiated by racist ideas. Yeah. So that's my definition of racism. We can, you know, I know there's, I'm having a debate right now with a guy on Facebook about what that definition is mm. <laughs> Yeah. for, for this conversation. I want, <laughs> <laughs> to use, I wanted to use this this definition because I think it's this is a fantastic definition of systemic racism and what I was talking about during our first conversation. So, um, so one of the things uh, about white culture nationally is that we have created and prominently led the government and in business. That's yeah. number one. That's number one. So with that definition going in number one that's what i'm talking about we built the boat <laughs> yeah you know and and it's sinking and and so um you know it and i think it's hard so so uh i think i wrote this down a little bit ago and this this might be something to talk to you as well uh and i know i'm talking a lot i'm sorry uh, oh you're good you're good <laughs> okay uh but you know james baldwin when he spoke or uh, Malcolm X when he spoke, um, any really civil rights leader, they talk, you hear this language, when I was a slave. Mm. When I was a slave, this happened to me. When they weren't slaves. Now, I understand that generational inheritance of, you know, that, that they're talking about. Yeah. I don't know that a lot of white America knows what that is because we're disconnected from that. I, I, I don't know how you would. And I and I've gotten into debates with the you know yes there have been white slaves in other countries right and, mm-hmm. and so um, that and that's because what they believe is this disconnected birth like they they 
just as disconnected as they are from another white slave somewhere in a different country, they feel like I must have that same disconnection. Yeah. And I, and I unfortunately, damn, I wish I did, you know, right. I wish I did, but I don't. And, and so that is, is, is misunderstood from the white culture is how connected I feel and my family and people like me feel towards slavery. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think for a long time, I didn't understand that. Um, you know, because I didn't, I didn't have a connection to what, um, those that went before me did. Right. I didn't, because it's, it's horrible. It's awful. God. Yeah. I guess that makes oh, sense. No. <laughs> oh no. What happened? What happened? Why would, you know? And so I think, I think it's some, you know, cause our brains, yeah, our brains are incredible. They, they build, uh, they construct narratives to help us, um, understand, understand, well, I don't even understand, but just to like survive, um, survive what's, what's been yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Survive reality. Right. So, you know, when I was a kid, this sounds weird, but when I was a kid, um, I, I had the, um, if everybody was, if I was worse or less, everybody was better. Right. That was the, the, the false sort of binary yeah. I had. So the worse I felt about myself, the better everybody else was because, mm-hmm. um, my my life couldn't be full of like abusers that 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 couldn't be true mm. what could be true is i deserve abuse right so that's what my brain did and i think it's this i think there's a similar thing going on across the culture um is is you know that that's what i hear when i hear oh there were white slaves or oh yeah I, i'm a i'm a, a victim of racism too um that's what i hear you know is that your your brain is protecting you from this thing that you have to face um that's that's just kind of my two cents on it i don't know what you <laughs> so so i'm gonna go so i've been listening to a, a psychologist and uh just he's been just talking about different things and so i'm gonna make a a, a, a theory here and so I'm, okay. I'm openly saying it's a theory i have no no uh not much to substantiate it but if we look at but everyone knows the roots of human uh humankind Mm -hmm. it's africa okay Mm -hmm. so um if you think about what it takes to be a certain skin tone you have had to move away from africa like that's just something you had to do all right Mm -hmm. so imagine a culture built on exploration like leaving like i'm talking three million years of 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 forging out to go conquer (laughs) if that makes sense like it's just a um a necessity over time it becomes a cultural necessity passed down that you're not even thinking about it we must manifest destiny we must spread we must go and so because that's how um you survive like when i say you i mean like um you know 300 thousand years ago like just long ancestors that's how they survived was keep moving further from the source and i don't think you're aware oh i'm leaving from africa right they don't know that they just know that their mission is to spread and um and so that same culture identity is what gets you to the americas and that same culture identity literally takes over the americas out of nowhere you had millions and millions of native americans there it's hard to even find one anymore but if you think of african culture and a lot of aborigines cultures they don't have that they have the this is home you stay here you use what you have here you don't go 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 no you're okay just stay like everything's all right and i think that difference that potentially biological right again this is a huge theory i'm just saying potentially biological difference is going to show up in how people interact in the world, how you feel about your current situation, um, how you feel about your ancestors. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if if my job is to stay home in African culture and, and Aborigines culture is to stay close, and then you only care about protecting your 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 own your people, and um, you you want them to feel you know protected. And I think my wife, she's white, and she says, man your family just they just care about each other like that's all they think about 
and her family might it just doesn't have that same kind of culture and i can imagine if you have the ancestry roots of conquer conquer go 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 it's like if you stay at home you're a disappointment like what are you doing you should be out forging forward and so so it, it, it is it's a little more contentious um i don't know what your thoughts are on that yeah i mean i i, I see that i see that a lot because i because because i mean just looking at um the way that um, black people have migrated from the around the country um you know, they set up shop in Detroit. They should set up shop in Chicago. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're like, all right, we're just here, and our people yeah. are here. You know, and then the, the the neighborhoods grow, and more and more people come, and things like that. Same with Dallas. Um, same with Louisiana or uh, New Orleans. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's all these different places where Atlanta's a, Atlanta's a prime example of that. Like, we're we're going to be. It's like seventy percent black. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be here, and we're going to make something. You know, a lot of people are like, we're going to make this place you know, the best place in America. And, um, you know, so yeah, um, we're, we're, oh, go ahead. Well, I I just thinking about how, you know, slavery happened in the South and that's still where all the black people are, no matter how much atrocity they experienced there, they stayed. Well, and even it is weird. It's well, (laughs) I will say it's strange to me because, uh, even when they they were released and let back on the land, they, the land was leased to them by the government. They worked the same land that they, you know, where yeah. they were enslaved. Um, but they began began to prosper from that, you know. Right. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's really that's really really interesting. And I don't I don't know, you know, the the European Western thought is an expansionist sort of colonialist colonialist idea. Like, we got to go, we got to discover, we got to find the new thing, the better thing. Exactly. Uh, we gotta make we got to make more money. We've got to find more money. We got to, um, you know, and it's not this idea of mutual flourishing, which I think mutual flourishing is an African and Aboriginal idea. Yes, it comes from it comes from Polynesia. It comes from um, you know Australia and Africa. Like those are the 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 older like the older civilizations that are still around. That's they're like no, we gotta mutu- we mutually flourish. Everybody's yep. lifted up. Um, and I don't know how, I don't know how Europeans lost that. I don't know what happened. And it, I, cause I think it was a long, long time ago, you know, and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Um, a couple of things I had here uh, again on white culture is that it's tied to being an American. You were all, yeah. So, so that's, it's very much, so going back to our definition of racism, a collection of racist policies that lead to racist or lead to racial inequality that are uh, substantiated by racist ideas, um, mm. very tied, very tied into America. Uh, and it's, and, um, it's also default human, right? So, mm. and this is, these are pretty insidious and this is why I talk about it being racist. Uh, yeah. It's not that white people, it's not that, and I want to be clear that I don't think the majority of white people are bad. I don't think the majority, like, I don't think 99% of white people hate black people or um, want them to be, you, you've seen that, you've seen the response, right? Already. Oh yeah. You know, that, that white people are, what for whatever reason, have not, we have not been this active. We are now, we're, we're activated and we're working, working with, um, with folks to get, get some change happening. Um, but, um, uh, sorry, I lost my, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So the default, but, but white, white culture is default in America because I mean, think about this. You don't have, um, uh, when you go to, um, school, uh, say university somewhere, you have African American studies, you have Asian American studies, there are no white studies correct because white is the default because everything else has a qualifier on it yeah it's not music it's black music it's not fashion it's black fashion yeah i always think about it from just a video game point of view i always had to change my character's skin tone like oh yeah that's mm. not me <laughs> you know like, yeah you know that's reinforced yeah. every time i touch a game every game yeah wow man wow See, that's, I should have, that, well, I probably should have figured that out, but I didn't even think about it. The same with Band-Aids, another example of that, right? Yeah, exactly. And people, people go, oh, come on, that's, and you know, I've heard this so many times. Oh, come on, that's just not that big a deal. And, <laughs> I, and, and, and I will give them this individually. It's not a big deal. 
if the only thing in America was the band-aids were, were pink or, you know, color, I almost said flesh or pink colored. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Isn't it? Isn't it called flesh? But yeah. Flesh colored. Yeah. Flesh colored. Wow, That's what they, what they call it. That. Yeah. It's the same with the, you know, I think, I think Crayola has fixed it, but for years it was flesh colored. Uh, it was that kind of beigey pink, whatever color we are. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> but if, it, you know, if, it, if that was it, if everything else was equal, if everything else, if, if, if we lived in an, in an equitable society, aside from band-aids, it wouldn't be a big deal. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't even have known. You would have right. told Ex- Exactly. But it's these, it's, just, it's, it's one after another. We just listed off six or seven things and you know, we just got started talking about it. That's true. So, um, the dismissal, uh, is, is a real bummer. And, and I think I know, and this is, this is what, um, sort of the key to what I've been thinking about. And and I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Um, our cultural identity, white culture or cultural identity is not white. It's not quote unquote, it's not white. It's not based on race. It's invisible. It's hidden because that's something that we don't, I know I talked to this about this a little bit before, but we, it's something that we don't talk about because it's, um, think about those qualifiers. I mean, um, you know, you had to talk about what the, what the actual culture was. Right. Right. Because if we're, if we're talking about American television, for instance, why is there black entertainment television? Why does there have to be a qualifier on it? And because the, because unfortunately in this white, black made up dichotomy that was built to colonize and enslave people. Yeah. Uh, so white people didn't feel guilty about what they're doing to their fellow brothers and sisters. Um, it's, it's still there. And that's, that's kind of what I was talking about. I just want to clarify that. Like, that's what I was talking about when I say, when I say it's, it's racist. And I know that's still a provocative statement, Yeah. but I think it's something that we have to face. And I think, I think because, um, the, the, the invisibility of it, uh, when you, when you add any name to it, it seems weird because there isn't a name currently, you know, um, mm-hmm. to the culture. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I also heard uh, an argument that what we really think is white culture is what we call majority culture. So like if you were in China, mm. it would feel the same way. You know, if you weren't, if you weren't Chinese in China, you would experience some form of oppression from the majority culture, you know? That's interesting. That's interesting. And, and it just is, you know, that, that yeah. that's, this land was built for um, the Europeans that, that made the country and, took the land you know and yeah uh, i don't want to say that they were being evil when they took it you know it was the people who started the country weren't the original uh you know founders of, or you yeah, know stealers, it, yeah. i guess colonizers but yeah, yeah but they did have that kind of heritage you know and they continued mm-hmm. it as they moved across so it's not hard to say that they had the same mentality but just the majority culture not being pointed out as the majority culture, I think creates uh, some of the animosity that people push back on the existence of that majority or of that white privilege in the first place. It's because we don't really point it out um, at all, but it's, it's, it's there, you know, it, it just is. Yeah. And it's, and it, it is. And I'm trying to think back of when I didn't see it and what I, you know, when I didn't really, and I think, I think the reason that I, me personally, and I think, I think I see this in other people too, and you tell me what you've seen, but there, there is a level of personal responsibility um, that I think people, I know, okay, there's a level of personal responsibility I didn't want to face really? because, because um, if my if I'm somehow connected to the people that have created policies that have created an inequality um, and are proven by or substantiated by racist ideas, I'm part of that. I have, um, I have some responsibility in there somewhere. And, and, and I don't, not that, you know, I inherited it. It's a debt. It's a debt, yeah. I think. I really do. I mean, I think that that's, 
you know, we talk about like reparations and all that stuff um, uh, a couple of couple of weeks ago. I mean, it, there is something there. And, and, and I'm I just, you know, the video you posted today about the color of law, which has got to be the next book I'm I'm going to read. I yeah, mean, I got to read you know, it too. <laughs> it's 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 not only it's not only 244 years ago. Oh. It's not only, a you know, it's it's 60 years ago. It's 70 yeah. years ago. It's, you know, and it's so it's one generation. It's so close to us. It's so close to us. And, and, um, yeah, I don't, I, I think for, I think I just, I think I, well, and also too, to be honest, I didn't have to, it didn't That's benefit the luxury. me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't have to, I didn't have to. Um, and so I'm not sure, uh, you know, I think this time in, you know, in America's history is that we, we have been given a wake up call. We can, you know, I think it happened in the sixties. I think it happened in the nineties. I think, you know, it happens every, every so often we have these cycles that we go through like, okay, let's do it. Let's wake up. Let's, you know, yeah. things are, and, but uh, the access to information right now makes it more powerful than it ever was before. Um, yeah. And the internet has so much to do with that. And cameras are cool too. Uh, and video and just, just the, the, the level of tangibleness the history has now. So if, if it was the nineties and you hear, Oh yeah, black wall street, you, you know, you, it doesn't have the weight until right. you can go and actually see it and study. And it's like, Oh my God, this stuff that I never was told about is nope. so tangible and painful. And it, it's a generation ago. No, she, like, yeah. of course we have problems, you know, so. Absolutely. And it, and it's the same, they saw that with the Vietnam War, right? Where people were starting to see that what the, what the violence really looked like. And, yeah, you know, and there was political change, like policy change based off that. And I think we're in the same, the same period. I think George is, is sort of the, um, the pinnacle of that or the, you know, the front, I mean, you know, God, um, but uh you know it's uh i think you're right i think you're on to it i think you're on to it and so. and uh, and i want to talk a little bit this is this is new so we hadn't talked about mm -hmm. this previously but just talking about your you know trying to think back to before you saw the light to now um and so just in this week i have been able to see a light that i didn't know was there and mm. um and so I've been immersed in black culture. It's my life. Um, but I was talking to a buddy of mine and, and I've, and I've noticed this, um, you have, as a child, you are whatever country you're in. That's the culture you're going to pick up kind of early just as right. a baby. You don't really know anything else. So like, I felt like day one and, and through most of my elementary years, I was an American. That's kind of all I knew, you know, the pledge of allegiance, you know, I was in the boy scouts. Um, mm -hmm. practicing all of that stuff, frontiersmen, all those things were, were something that I cared about because I was American. Uh, then from middle school to um, just before graduation of high school, I'm getting a really intense um, education on my blackness. And it's, mm. it's, it's like, it's just so real that I'm different. And it's coming from every angle and places you just wouldn't even expect it. And, um, and so during middle school and that young adolescence, you are being told who you are, which is very strange because, because yeah. it's a time where you're searching. It, it, it's, you know, 13, 14, it's such a crazy time. Uh, and so w when you're being told who you are during that time period, you are told your real only survival is with your people um, mm. because you're different. And, and it's not like just black people are telling that you get, you unfortunately find out through white people who, who let you know, in sometimes the not subtle way at all. And uh, so you have to, you, you think about self-preservation there in that time, you have to protect yourself. And I wasn't in a neighborhood that would have, led me to you know um, much gang violence at all if any and i had parents that were, were diligent so i didn't didn't fall into that but i still needed a group like that's the time where you need a group and so you see these black kids 
at the time where you need to click up the most and you're being told every day you're black you are like that's what you are you're different this is not your country mm. um you then have to join some kind of group and if there's no stability that's gangs so easily so easily and and what's funny is then after high school from from 18 to i would say 30 some people it's 27 you know that time period of just max testosterone in the male body and um, all of that you actually are told as a black person you have to double down on your blackness so you can be really black like because mm. because it because if you don't double down the black people won't trust you and the, you know the white people won't trust you so so oh, wow. it's like this time period of you have to be so entrenched in black culture just to prove your blackness that um you pull further away from the majority culture just naturally. And then I'm wow. reading from these people who, who are older than me, but I'm reading and I'm understanding that you you kind of grow through this, oh wait, I don't have to be black. And then you might get to American culture. And like these are those two next steps aren't majority. That's just a few that that um, you know, get called uh, Uncle Tom or things like yeah. that, you know, the black conservatives and it's, it's, um, and, and so they, their, their view on the world is that I'm brainwashed right now, which I'm not saying that I'm brainwashed by any means, but I understand what they're saying is I'm not in the majority culture because I have to double down in my culture to have any love and respect because I wasn't getting it, um, just as a human being, just naturally. Because all I was being yeah. told was, I'm black, I'm black. And so if you want love, you need to double down on your blackness. Otherwise, you don't have a chance. When, you know, that might not be um, entirely true, but it is something that's kind of predicated in our culture. And so I just had that revelation of seeing American culture and seeing what white culture is and seeing what majority culture is and going, oh, you don't actually have to be white to think that way. You know, you can think that way. You can have that um that uh progressive pushing forward frontiersman mindset you can have that individualistic mindset but it does come at a death to your blackness and that is scary that seems vulnerable wow wow hmm. and that so journey that... you would never have right you just go straight to <laughs> america you just yeah, you don't have that not... arc well, and that, but I think I think what's happening. It's, it's so interesting that we have some sort of commonality with black conservatives, as I, <laughs> because because um, you know, um, I think that my sort of whiteness is on a trial with some of the things that I've been posting and saying. Mm. People think that I'm, you know, oh, I, I hate white people or I hate myself or I hate that oh, I'm, I'm yeah. white uh, because I promote the idea of black Jesus or that we need an equitable society or whatever, the, you know, that's, just whatever. Yeah. So that's really interesting, man. And I want to, I, I want to uh, yeah, think on that because, um, you know, and I think if I was around, you know, I know if I was around more like nationalists, um, um, overtly racist folks they'd call me a race trader things right. like that you know um and uh so yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a weird that's that's i didn't i didn't know that chris i didn't know that you had to like double down that you had to um prove... i mean black love and 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 calling each other kings and queens it's a necessity in a society yeah. that oppresses you right black power yeah. The reason why it's not really offensive is because it, it's literally told t we're telling ourselves so that we just like can make it through the day. Like, so, so, so you know, it's a, it's, it's doubling down for self-preservation and, you yeah. know, people can twist it to say it's, it's, you know, re reverse racism or whatnot, but. Yeah. Well, and the reverse racism thing too, I think is, is, I mean, I think it's prejudice and discrimination. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You can be, we're all prejudiced in some way. We all right. have prejudices. That's just how our brains work. You know, they say that stove looks hot. It's hot. You know, that's <laughs> what they do. It's what it is. Um, and we work through those hopefully and, and, and grow, you know, that I, you know, I, 
I don't have to call the police on every every black man that I see that yells, right? That, you yeah, know, I can probably deal with that, um, or, or whatever. You know, I just, you know, use my embarrassing example, but but yeah, um, but that's growth. Yeah, that's really interesting, man. Because I think we are, and this is what this is why I I have been so drawn to James Baldwin is is he he posits or he I mean it's in it, I think it's true is that you you know you double down blackness my race traitor whiteness <laughs> whatever all of it is we're all we are all americans and your black culture is just as much a part of america as white culture is exactly we'll, that's 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 what it is is that we're americans together and um my history is your history and that mm-hmm. has been a piece that has been disconnected exactly because my history has been your history but not the other way around right or you know or, you know what i mean like that you've learned about all these wonderful white people that have created this country <laughs> yeah um in school and you haven't heard of any of the black people that have it well there's like you three mlk <laughs> mlk you get mlk frederick Douglass, um maybe harriet tubman that's a good one um you know but there there are so there are so many people there's such a full history of what of what uh, black people have been through and done, like have persevered and overcome. Um, there that's are so American. many here. Actually, that's American, a hundred percent American. That is somebody that's that that has get kidnapped, family separated, uh, raped, murdered, tortured. And you know what? I'm going to be better. I'm going to raise above this. I'm going to succeed. And that's what that's what you know, Black Wall Street was. That was we're going to, we're not, we're not going to survive. We're going to thrive and we're going to thrive as community. We're going to mutually flourish. Yeah. Right. That idea. And, and I, I, I want to say this real quick, cause I don't know yeah. if I said this on another podcast. So, you know, I, I'm a comedian as well as you are. And so yeah. I, I talk about racism often and I had a story about my experience with racism. And I, I think I mentioned this, but I'm not sure. Um, my story ends positively because what I see racism doing is requiring me to be the best person in any place Mm -hmm. I walk in, right? Mm -hmm. When I tell that story of racism, it doesn't, it doesn't invigorate white people as, as, as much as I thought it would. It's actually like, Mm. oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. That's a good story. But, but we want to hear what you went through. What's the pain? What's the track? It's like, huh? (laughs) And so um, I I just Mm. find it funny that the, the heroic black person is not as interesting right now in American culture. And it could be because the books don't talk about it, you know? Uh, but I, I just, when you mentioned how American that is, it's like, yo, we have to do that every day. Oh, wow, you're right. That's so American. It just doesn't get talked about. Yeah, well, and, this, and that's the thing too. And this is why I, and I know I keep coming back to this, Chris, because <laughs> I really think there's something there. Um, but uh, the, you know, about, about poverty in the country because the because we're seeing that the people that are in that are in poverty majority white are thinking that all of this stuff does not help or benefit them it is it is not you know they don't think they have anything to do with this fight and it's nothing to do with them and actually this fight is taking their country away from them and their history away from them and it's just not true yeah. Right. It's just not true. And so you have you kind of have this this binary story of a bunch of m- millionaire white guys that, OK, they created a country and started a started a country, rebelled and started a country uh, versus the other one where you've got an enslaved people that not only not only um, got through that and survived that horror, uh, but have produced some of the greatest people that have ever lived some of the greatest minds that have ever lived, some of the greatest voices that have ever been heard. Um, and, and what's the, there's that binary there, right? But um, because that, I think that is the true, I think that's the true, um, that's the true story of America is, is, and it's not raising yourself up by your bootstraps. It's with your people together. We're going to build something for all of us to flourish and all of us to thrive, to find some way to live together and to prosper together. Um, and that, that's the, that's the core real story of 
you know, you had people coming over that were like, they were religiously oppressed. And I got a lot of problems. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with Plymouth Rock and Protestantism, but they did not come over here necessarily to expand off the land and destroy it. Then, you know, like kick people off their land. You know what I mean? Like to drill oil or blow up mountains with coal on them or carve, carve our faces into their rocks. You know, that's not what, you know, what they came over for, but it's, it's, it's sort of this, I don't know that, um, there's the, um, I don't know. There's just that binary there is all. Well, and I think it's, that's good to point out that, you know, our, our colonies were all so different too. And, mm -hmm. um, the melting pot, the, the, the failed experiment um, idea is still in process and we can actually make the experiment work. It, it is a melting pot and it always has been. And so um, until we mix the cultures, until we combine the aspects, and this is what I was telling a really good friend of mine who's black, you know, I was telling him, you know, the, 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 the American story is our story but yep. we have to kind of leave it and give it to America. And I think that doubling down of blackness makes you never want to shed your blackness and share it with America. And, and I like to think of American culture, even though you could use the word stealing, um, I think it's adopting, you know, America has adopted so much over its time. And, um, you know, it, it, the cultures are, are, are it, it is the melting pot and you can look at it as in we are, democratizing this culture and giving it to a lot of people or yeah hey they appropriated they took it they stole it but if you are american it is also yours and so um part of the american story really needs to become making black culture american as hell and and if you go out of the country hip-hop is american that's all they know you know but mm -hmm. here we we seclude it to yeah that's you know that's the black people music and um and I, I just think that that thing that you're talking about is the key to our success is the melting and the combining of the two worlds and the two cultures. Um, and, and yes, there are negatives in each culture. That's the stuff we parse out. That's the stuff we work to push to the fringes yeah. and keep the melting pot together with all the best qualities of all the different cultures. That's America in my mind. Yeah, I think so. And this is a little esoteric, but like, are you familiar with, um, uh, hoodoo at all? Say it again. Like, are, are you familiar with the like hoodoo tradition? Uh, hoodoo tribes. Like hoodoo tradition, so it's like a it's like a magical tradition, right? So it's a it's a spiritual or magical system that comes out of the south, and it is a um, it is it has holdovers from Voodoo and Voodoo. Um, mm. It has Native American spirituality in it, and it also has like. Um, um, Dutch, uh, it's called powwow, which is, um, European sort of magical systems. Oh, wow. So it's practiced, it's practiced in, um, all over the country, but, um, it, it was this, it's the exact, it's this, it's exactly what you're talking about is, uh, all these people live together and they said, how do you, how do you cure warts? Oh, well, you take a stone and you pass it over it three times. Or you, how do you get rid of a headache? Well, you take an egg and you rub it over their head as you say the Psalms. And it, it like adopted all of these, these pieces of the culture. And, and there are, um, it's, it's a very American, um, spiritual system hmm. in that way. Um, it's really, really interesting because, uh, it connects. So they take the connecting with your ancestors and that comes from, uh, Africa, uh, uh, Dispera, you know, all, all mm -hmm. like, uh, Ifa and all those traditions that come out of West Africa, uh, voodoo, all that stuff that it's, they're very, very, you know, entrenched into their ancestors, but it also takes from like Christianity and, and the Bible. And, and it is a, they use the Bible as a, um, it is their, it is their, um, magical text. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it takes, uh, herbalism and, and, um, and even like spiritual contact with native American spirits and stuff like this. So it's, it's very, it's, it's, a very interesting. It's a very uniquely American, um, thing. Uh, and it, it's exactly what you're talking about. And I think that's, it's part of what we need is to, uh, we don't lose. I mean, we don't, we don't, you, you, I don't know that you would lose our, lose the culture, but we'd actually finally be a full culture. We'd actually finally right. be, um, you know, symbiotic. Just, and, to the black, to black people, it feels like, uh, you, you're taking something else 
really America, you are taking mm. something else from me. Mm. Wow. And 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 that that mentality is is part of the why you need to double down. And and so it's 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 uh it's a twisted thing, man. Um and, and I, I just had this are. awakening. So. Yeah, no, I mean and and that's that's interesting. I mean appropriation versus um uh, you know, appreciation, right? I mean, I think appropriation, mm-hmm. we see it when, when somebody takes something out of black culture and profits from it and then does not put that money back into the community. True. Right. Yes. That, I think that's real true appropriation. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to make a rap album and I'm going to buy a house in Malibu and I'm not going to, you know, I don't know, whatever, but it, it, yeah, that's, that's true appropriation versus appreciation. I think, because you think, you know, I, I kind of, it's like the Macklemore versus uh, Eminem. Eminem is has embraced, and he, you know, he's embedded. part of hip hop. He's embed. He's he's part of hip hop. You know, whether people want to <laughs> like that yeah. or not. And um, he he didn't go in there to steal it. He didn't go in there. He did he did it because well, because I don't think he could do anything else really. I think he was built to do what he's doing. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? <laughs> but. Um, but I think Macklemore is a guy. It's like I like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> there's just yeah. a difference. <laughs> and but I get and that, yeah, that's how we see it 100 percent as well. It's well documented. Yeah, I get that. And there's there's off there's um there's this is another topic too that I mean we're probably getting close to the end, but the idea of um uh, of blackness being a way of thinking versus um skin color mm-hmm. you know and um that's that's another that's something i'd like to talk about too uh maybe in a later episode but you know um i was watching a um speech it was out of the i think it was in berkeley or in the, it was there in the 60s and it was gregory hines and um uh, james baldwin and, and gregory was talking about he's like you know um uh we need somebody asked about being progressive and having an ally. He's like, look, you, 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 I have, I have seen people that think black that are as pale as you can possibly be. And that's what we need. Yeah. We need yeah. you to think about what we are going through. We need you to think, th- think in that way. But it, it's so hard to, to go from, and that's why you see the, the criticism is because mm-hmm. the stark opposites. It's so hard to go from the individual point of view to the collective and vice versa and and i've been playing with this i've been doing mind tricks on myself all week and it's been very contentious because it's it's just you i feel like i'm fighting with myself and uh i I talked to my best friend because he's in the it was so funny when i i questioned him on where you know he is in his blackness he said oh i'm black as hell you know, and that's that double down. <laughs> that's yeah. the double down section. And so I said, okay, I see where you are. It's like I, I know I'm black. I love being black. I'm not, I'm, but I'm not black as hell. And I know that. And mm-hmm. um, and and there was a time where I tried every day to be black as hell too. So um, so it, it's just it's just a maturation point. But but um, or maybe not maturation. That might not be the right word. Cause, but it's a progress. Um, and. Yeah. And so I, I I feel as if the combination of the two is going to have to be so deliberate. You know, it's going to take so much deliberate choice and action to combine the idea of going from the collective back to the individual and back and forward, you know, to the arrow flying in a true direction to hitting bullseye. Those are two different things, but you should be able to picture both. Yeah. And I think, I think it starts when we start living with each other. Oh God. Yes. I really think that's where it starts. And I think that's, I think that the people that uh, have been in power for so long know that. Yeah. They know I mean, that it's happening already. Yeah. Where if we keep them separate, um, they can't kick us out of the seat of power, but then yeah. we have one of, if not the most multicultural protests that are still going on months <laughs> that have Impressive. ever that have ever gone on in the country and they're peaceful they're not burning stuff down they're not shooting anybody they're getting gassed and they're getting shot things like that like i think that's that's what 
I think that's what's needed is, is, is we've got to be deliberate. Uh, and I think specifically white people have to be deliberate about being part of black communities and, and trying to find a way. Uh, Cause I feel, I, mean, I want to tell you, man, I went in, there's this place called the doc bookshop. Mm-hmm. in Fort Worth. It's one of the longest, longest, um, open, uh, black bookstores in, in the, in Fort Worth. Wow. And, um, you know, going around, um, we're being very diligent in supporting black, but black businesses and stuff. So, um, ordering some books from there and I, and I pull up and it's, it's, uh, uh, it's in a neighborhood that I'm like, I don't feel particularly like, Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely at ease. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, I pulled up to the shop and there's like this big Malcolm X poster and, and this big, like, you know, I don't know, just like all these sort of African icons and stuff. I'm like, Oh, I don't have any place here. I'm way out of place. I don't have any place. Mm-hmm. I go in and at first, uh, you know, the lady's like, uh, can I help? Like, hello? Like, <laughs> and I said, yeah, I ordered a couple of books and she goes, okay. And we just started talking and it was like, they have an open mic there. And she was just like, you know, she, her shoulders dropped a little bit, yeah. you know? And I think that's what white people need to do is, is get in and, and be and support and not try to, you know, I think a lot of white people try to lead stuff or like, Hey, this is how we fix it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or let me get in there and I can tell you how we're going to march on this. No, that's not what's needed. What's, you know, yeah, but it, it is to, to, and, um, to, to find our place with our uh, honestly separated family. I mean, that's, and that's what it is. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's separated humanity. We've, there's no, there's, there's no need for it. There's no value in it to, to, to segregate anymore. But now we see the, the, the beauty on the other side of what actually comes out of, of um, the, the combined, of the cultures. And I think if we go back to the original statement was, you know, white culture is racism. Mm-hmm. What's what the irony of it is if both of us, if I drop my black culture and you drop your racist culture, the, the that next level American culture is, is beautiful. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just can't wait for that time period. Yeah. 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 Me too, man. And I, I um, yeah, it, it, it reminded me of, um, I was watching this thing. Uh, it was a Dave Chappelle and Maya Angelou, like had a, had a dinner that was filmed for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I <could see> that. <laughs> uh, but it was fantastic. But she talked about, uh, uh, Malcolm X and how, you know, even toward the end of his life, well, unfortunately at the end of his life, uh, yeah. he told her, he's like, I, I saw when he went to, he did a, his pilgrimage and he went to Mecca and he goes, I saw blonde haired, blue eyed brothers. Hmm. You know? I believe it. Yeah. And, and f- for someone, for someone that was so set on the idea that we have to be separated to, to know that, Oh, you know, and it was, it was because he, he went, he went into the place where everybody gathers because there's no white, black, Asian, whatever, there's Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> Mecca, right? There's that's just what we are. And it's so and it's the same here. We're American. Yeah. You know? Um at the same time, I, you know, I I, just, I don't know how to do it, man, because I, as far as like dropping that stuff, because that's what people um we want to be in a post racial society. Uh at the same time we are we're still in the middle of it. People are still being hurt and i mean and i think the timeline if we start teaching the timeline and letting people Mm -hmm. know yo we're we're actually the first one or two generations to to have uh mixed race classmates (laughs) like to be integrated in that way is so brand new and you know my mom said her first white classmate was uh sophomore year wow so you yeah, know, I think my mom, my mom was like six or seven before she saw her first black person. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. My and, mom said kind of the same thing. Yeah. She hadn't even really knew white people before she heard, you know, you know, they exist. Just, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it's, I think that's it, man. I think it's, it's, um, 
it's it's starting to live with live live with one another starting to do things together in in our in our in our spaces that we that are already created um and 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 keep this conversation going right to be honest and open about you know the things that we have the whether it be the prejudice or discrimination or racism or whatever it is you know to to just be okay with like oh this that's probably not the best way to go yeah let's change course or you know what i mean that kind of thing like where we can be like it's okay to screw up it's okay to not come from someplace or something that you know um if my parents were murderers it doesn't mean i'm a murderer <laughs> right it might it might have mean that i i taught was taught to murder and i was you know but it doesn't mean that i am and it's, i think yeah. it's the same with both of us right yeah, we have these, we've inherited these stories, we've, we've inherited these narratives that that say these particular things about us be, just because of the way that we've been categorized when really we're with this broader, more integrated thing than, than that at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and it's just, we all are on a, uh, a path, we're all progressing, right? And this is just part of it for our nation and for individual people at the same time. And uh, you should want to be this. You should want to be American. And um, you don't have to be what you were born as, but you should also be educated on your ancestors and your parents because, you know, you <laughs> you might get some weird thoughts one day, like, yo, where did these thoughts come from? Oh, okay, came from this. That's good. I can be healthy and lead despite of, like, in spite of that, instead of be unaware of it and let it control you in a way. Absolutely. And, and own our, own our own stuff. Right. And yeah. I, it's not my, it's not my business as a white person to talk about the issues in the black community. Um, yeah. I think it is, I think it is that we do need to hear the experience of black people at, at, at dealing with white people and how that, how, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a voice that needs to be heard. Um, but yeah, it, it's okay. I think it's okay to, 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 it's okay to be wrong and it's okay to be like, Oh, this isn't right. Let's change. You know, let's do something different. Yes. So. On every side. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Chris, man, thank you again for another wonderful conversation. Um, yeah. I love these. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope you have a great week, man. You too. You too, Richie. Uh, till next time. <laughs>